Hello, my name is Nick Stevenson, also known as your boy, Nappy Nick, and I'd like to welcome you to the Holy City High Podcast. You're a 2021 winner for Best Local Podcast by the Charleston City Paper. As you flow through my episodes, you will consistently hear me talk my shit about current events, social events, or personal events in the low country of South Carolina. When I came up with this podcast initially, I had no clue what the hell I wanted to do with it, so I went to my roots of my core personality, and I naturally enjoy and love talking to people and helping people so i decided for it to be something i can help people to get their voices out for whatever reasons whether it be an entrepreneur local college student bartender musician or artist i want to be the voice of the vibe of the holy city and showcase the awesome people who live here and my intentions for this podcast is for it to be an extension of my personality which includes cold drinks good vibes and just straight chilling thank you for listening to this intro and welcome to the whole city high. Keep vibing, Charleston, because we out your baby. Hey. This episode is kind of just kind of catch you up on what's been going on in my life. Um, as I hear that thunder, storm, thundering. Um, nothing too much, man. Um, this episode kind of gonna highlight what I've been doing for the last three months, what has happened in my life, and my recent trip to Denver, and I guess catching up on t- with you about I guess what's going on in the city of Charleston. The country of America and everywhere else in the world. Cause right now, I guess everything seems so hectic. Uh, going from uh, the chaos in Afghanistan with the U.S. withdrawal, uh, COVID-19 Delta heightening and kind of ravaging the country and the world. Looking like it's going back down low. Um, my boy Reese just texted me. Please follow him. Reese Designs on Instagram. Uh, and a lot of other shit. I guess the supply chain F and B shortage going on, not just in Charleston but around the country. Um, I'm giving some words, words for the wise. At the end of uh, the episode, this episode is probably around about twenty and thirty minutes, or I guess whenever I feel like talking. But that's what my aim is. Um, I'm going to catch you up on what I've been doing. I'm supposed to leave with that first, and we go from there. Uh, with me, particularly with my life. Uh, not too much crazy going back to school. You know, I'm trying to get some edge of my vacation. <laughs> um, now I just want to get to a career path that's stabler than F&B. Even though I do like F&B, I don't like it as a main support. Um, so I'm going back to school for cybersecurity because I'm going to learn how to hack some shit. And they're paying pretty well to learn how to hack some shit. Or at least protect protect people from being hacked. Uh, at least that's what's the... What's the goal is at least. Um, in addition to that, I just moved for move for been moved for about a month now. Um, uh, from out of downtown. This is like my first time not being downtown about five years. I'm living on James Island. Um, and I do love it. Um, the house I'm in is a lot is much bigger than what I had before. 
have a yard, have a dope ass roommate who's also one of my good friends. Shout out to Liz. Um, nothing more than that. Other than that, I guess uh, everything else has been the same. Been promoting the podcast. Uh, I guess the big thing that's happened since my last episode, if you listen to my last episode, was about trying to get, uh, I guess, get votes for the nomination we received for best podcast in the Charleston City paper. And we won that motherfucker. Go nappy. Go nappy. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> um, it's my first reward since I've been doing this podcast. Um, I'm very thrilled, excited. Um, there is a reward party. Awards party, not reward, awards party in September. I gotta look up that date. I believe it's over at Firefly Distillery over in Park Circle. Um, but I'm ecstatic. Um, I do appreciate everyone that voted for me. Um, my boy Reese, John Reese, he was an artist that I collaborated with frequently. He came second place in this category. The guy he was going up against has a massive following, so he was. How much of a uphill battle to deal with that, um, but I'm I'm excited. I hope to have Reese on here soon. Um, he's been trying to get. He's moving the process, moving too. So I'm hope hopefully have him on the podcast so people understand who the hell I'm talking about. At least put a voice to the voice to the name. Um, then I guess besides that, um, that's about it, man. Nothing else has been crazy. Um, I do got some uh, ambitions. ambitions. For this podcast in the next coming months, so be ready and you know, be on the lookout for that. Stay tuned to my Instagram if you're not following me on that. It's at Holy City High, Holy City underscore High on Instagram. Also check the website holycityhigh.com. Um, I'm keep it live, keep it update. I'll be more consistent. I'm producing episodes for now on. And with this not being on, I'm I'm gonna call this uh, return to school because I'm here to educate you. So. The next five or six days in a row, I'm going to produce a podcast on a particular topic for open discussion. I'll put some open discussions, um, ideals on the Instagram and see what comments and followers I get. And hopefully people will comment and give me some source material to pursue this podcast with. In addition to that, um, I guess what else is, I guess the next thing to focus on, I guess, the main things is going in the world. Um, I think I'm going to talk about Afghanistan because I do have some thoughts on that, but I'm not going to do it on this episode. I'm thinking I'm going to tune that to a particular episode, focus on uh, that solely. So be on the look for that. Uh, I'm definitely down to have people come on who wants to discuss that because right now it is a m- major disaster in the process of what happened to that country. In less than two weeks, um, it's a little ridiculous. Um, I'm giving my thoughts with that, including the Biden administration, as he still is in his first year, believe it or not. Um, other than that, um, I guess the obvious is COVID. I guess give my thoughts and ideas on that. So, um, if you haven't known, um, the COVID cases have been ramping up um, very high in the last, I guess, month. Um, especially among the unvaccinated. Um, at this point in this podcast, I am got my first shot. Got my first shot when I flew back in a couple of days ago. Because at this point, I'm just like, well, they're either required or most places, at least music venues or concert ideals and 
with my intention plans of traveling, I'm probably going to go ahead and get it. Uh, I'm not really worried about catching COVID. If I get it, so be it. Um, but um, I think it's a preventive measure. Um, I mean, it's a lot of people on my social media. And I would like to have a discussion about this, especially with the people that are so against it. Um, you know, I have a few friends, especially with kids, uh, that are disappointed that I guess their kids are going to have to wear a mask going back to school, or at least I think the Charleston City County, um, I guess vote went south. I gotta remember. I should have looked this up before I came on. Um, but I, remember, I was remember watching videos on Instagram through the Charleston Activist page. And if you haven't followed her, she does good work. Um, and there was she was just sharing city council meetings. There was just parents talking. I mean, like, dude, insanely kind of crazy passion, kind of what we call that white, uh, white privilege pa- passion. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. It's like I'm a little torn about it because. I understand not dealing masks. I understand why you're wearing it and I understand the preventive, especially getting vaccinated too. Um, I, do, do I personally believe there should be another mask mandate? No, I think in public areas, definitely concerts, grocery stores, any place with masks, uh, stuff, schools. I don't really have, I don't have kids. So I guess my feeling on it, I would like, you know, because I felt like, you know, uh, if you want your kid to be able to learn in class, then I feel like it should be required. Um, least exposure, especially if you're not vaccinated at minimum, I feel like that's fair. At least fair to the teachers. There's a lot of teachers right now who are hesitant to go back to school or want to teach in the classroom or a lot of them retired, especially the older ones, because they're just like, hey, no people died. I mean. Couple of days ago, my boy James texted me about uh, a friend of ours passing away due to COVID. This is part of the fifth person that I personally know or have known um, that passed away. Um, so you can't just dismiss it. Uh, this, now, was it solely COVID? Um, I haven't had a chance really to talk to anyone who say it was solely. I'm not sure if this guy had another, other health problems or hidden problems I was unaware of at the time, but uh, at minimal, COVID triggered it to go deeper than what it was. And this man passed away, he was only 20 or 21. So it's not necessarily an age bearance or stuff like that. So um, be out there, just be safe, man. Um, I have more, I guess, open discussion or if you feel like there's some error of anything I've said so far at this point, um, shoot me a message. Um, I'll elaborate. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I don't know everything. I'm always have an ear to listen and to learn something new. Um, but I'm not sure where it's going to go. I mean, the rates are they're forecasting almost 200,000 new cases. I think the number was like almost 80% of the people that are catching it now are unvaccinated. So it's like, I don't know, man. It's like well, Homegirl Dylan has so many conspiracy theories about this vaccine. that um, And even my mom, too. She's deep into it. But I'm just like, I don't know. I was – I was military so they shot me up with a whole lot of other things so i'm just like uh, what's another one you know i wasn't regularly with the flu shot i feel like i have a pretty good healthy immune system but that doesn't necessarily mean i can't be you know compromised or anything fortunately i've never tested positive for COVID. um i've done tests now it's not like i'm getting tested regularly 
for the last few months, but like during the main of it, when I was around, like I got tested, never tested positive, at least not properly diagnosed. But we see where it goes. Um, on that, I can tell you is be safe out there and you know, do what you feel is best for you. Um, that's all I really have to say on it. As we go to another topic, um, I guess I'm going to kind of talk about F&B, Charleston F&B. I think if we're going to be able to run the country and anywhere that's in the hospitality or the place of serving people, um, I think a lot of people, so if if you're just under a rock, um, a lot of restaurants have been struggling to hire people. I mean, at all-time highs of people getting paid for back of house, mainly in like kitchen cooks and stuff, because it's just a desperate need for it. And even some restaurants still servers and stuff from house. Um, it's a. Uh, I think, and I think a lot of patients with that is with people. I think people over last year realized their worth on an individual level, and just the lack of patience that you have for anyone that's not gonna give you the respect. That you should should absolutely receive. Me, I'm the same way. Like you know, personally, I would absolutely admit. Not saying that I give rude service or not proper, but it's like I'm very short on patience. If you can give me disrespect, you know, if I give respect, I demand respect back. That's just rule number one, man. Just give what you give. Um, and people like. You know, there's there's times like I think what people don't, especially people that have never worked in the restaurant, don't understand that. You know, it's our entire supply chain is messed up right now, and I'm just not even sure, especially with COVID cases ramping back up, how, like how much this is fixable, like how are we gonna be back in the same page, like, and you know. If you know restaurants, you know, the main two suppliers are U.S. Foods and Cisco, at least in South Carolina. And, like, they're not even receiving certain things. Like, one day they might be out of straws. They might be out of napkins. It's not, like, a continuous supply of it because, you know, the people that are making it are – it's they're behind schedule because they probably don't have enough people to even – they can hire to even make it. Um, I think, like, during COVID, like, a lot of people reevaluate stuff like I did I learned new skills to be able to have new opportunities and increase my life and have higher expectations um so for my people that are just you know they go to the restaurants the word I guess for today is patience be patient with your staff I mean there's been plenty of times like I think most of the restaurants at least fast food restaurants in Charleston at least in James Island a lot of them still doing drive-thru only at least the Chick-fil-a the Belgians are because it's just it's not worth the headache of they really they just don't have the staff for the full support staff. So keep that in mind. You know, be patient in a restaurant. Be patient with your server, your staff. A lot of times, the issues that's going on. There's a lot. There's a lot of things in the background that you're very unaware of that uh, these people are dealing with. And the last thing you do you need is to deal with a rude customer. And one thing I will say about rude people, especially in Charleston, I can't speak for other cities. And Charleston is like so for any listener that's unaware, there's a whole entire Facebook group, which is one of the largest groups, at least in Charleston, of people that communicate. Um, as the Charleston F and B collective, which is pretty much anyone that works food and belf goes in this group to either share information, look for jobs, uh 
kind of keep tabs on everything that's going in the city in real time. And I, I'm pretty sure there's been numerous times over the years. I've been in this group for about five, six years now. And there's been numerous times where, like, you know, people walking out. Like, I bust this girl for almost walking out on tab for me. And I'm just like, yo, we're going to call the cops. We're going to take a picture of you. And we're going to post in this group. So every restaurant around that you're trying to go to has an idea of who you are and part of blacklisting. And there's a few people who's been blacklisted that way. Especially when you do this, if they're known to do it numerous amount of times. Like, you know, this is a very small, uh, small-knit community that... A lot of people, I know a lot of people, and a lot of people know, like, everybody's a friend of a friend here. So, just be aware of that, you know. Don't be doing stupid. Just tip And tip your people accordingly, man. People busting their ass, man. You should do nothing less than 20% stuff. Um, just, I don't know. If you got no money, then take, stay your ass home. Shit. Playing in grocery stores with deals that you can cook. If you don't know how to cook at home, it's fucking YouTube. Um. <laughs> uh, but on a happy note, I'm going to do one more, I guess, talk about my trip to Denver. And this has probably been my last thing i talk about before this episode. Um, my trip to Denver, first time to Denver, Colorado. Um, the original reason I went to Denver, Colorado was for a Wu-Tang and Big Boy concert over at Red Rocks Amphitheater. Um, I'm going to, I guess, start with that. I'm sorry with the process of flying over there. I almost missed my damn plane because I left late because... Uh, I was under the influence and kind of lost a little bit of track of time. And and really wasn't even TSA. It was really parking. I just was not expecting the garage to be as full as it was. And it was on like a Thursday. And it was. So my dumb ass. But I got a spot in, got through. And I got in for about, t- about 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes. So it wasn't like right at the cusp, but like closer than I'd like to be. Um. It was a good flight. Uh, I fly, I fly Frontier. Uh, first time flying Frontier, and goddamn, those planes are small, man. I thought I was going to catch a. Tra- I was really scared that I was going to catch a Charlie horse <laughs> on this plane, and be like, "What's going on?" And be like, "Pain and shit," because I was like tight, man. I was just tight. I, I hydrated and stuff, but like my hamstrings are naturally tight, so I was pushed up, trying to stretch. And this is a three-hour flight, too. Like, almost three, three-and-a-half-hour flight. Man. But we land, land in Denver. Uh, Denver Airport. Um, didn't know. I was just reading up on I guess, on the way there. Uh, it's the largest airport in the country as far as land area, or like land space. Um, it's, it's pretty large. Uh, it's kind of... It's a little weird because you have gone through a tunnel. In the train system, so it's like everything's kind of like underground, and there's a lot of consp- apparently there's a lot of conspiracies about this airport as far as like a lot of government under bases cover, which to me wouldn't be too surprised. You know, have a government f- facility. I mean, NORAD is in Colorado, Denver, Colorado Springs, Air Force Academy. I mean, a lot of tech companies are based in Denver, so it's not too surprising if that were true. Um. I guess the best thing about it, you know, I took a train from from the airport to downtown Denver. It was like five dollars. Pretty clutch. Took about twenty five, thirty minutes to get there. Um then once I got to Denver downtown Denver, um I guess no trying comparing to Charleston, I guess is the best way to kinda see it. Uh even though I understand it's a much larger city. To me it felt like 
I feel like in Charlotte, it's like a West Coast Charlotte for me. Um, and I'm assuming, like I looked up stats, population-wise, they're about similar in size. So that would make more sense. Um, um, it's a beautiful, gorgeous city. Uh, it's the first time in the mountains ever. Um, kind of in the mountains. Denver's not really in the mountains. It's kind of like on the foothill of the mountain base. Um, part about 20 miles. Boulder is actually on right at the base of the mountain, at least the first mountain range. Um, the, the frontier, the flat irons are like the mountains you really see on like cruise cans and that's uh hallmark everywhere. Um, but, um, you couldn't really see any of that at the time. Like usually on a clear day, you would be able to see the mountains very clear and high def. Um, when I landed, you, you didn't really see shit. Like even in the airplane, you, you go through this thick layer of smoke. And that smoke is coming from the wildfires out in California right now. And, I mean, that's, I mean, Denver's part of hundreds of miles from California. So, and that smoke was thick. It wasn't like, it was definitely enough where if you had asthma or something, like, I believe, like, everybody was saying, like, Denver has the worst air quality in the world for, that, like, that one or two-day period because of the smoke. And it didn't really bother me, but if you had asthma or anything with respiratory, especially given COVID's going on right now, he definitely was going to feel that. I think the guy I was saying, my boy Jacob, shout to Jacob, shout to Cut No, for giving me the hospitality uh, for the last few days. Once again, I do apologize for my boy Cut No for breaking your bong. That shit was tragic. It pissed me off. But R.I.P. Rest in pussy. I'm skin. <laughs> um, nah, it's uh, it was sick. Like the, the probably the best thing I love about downtown Denver is I guess everybody's on the e scooter. So Lyft and Lime were the two big things that got around, at least downtown. Um, I rented a car uh, for Red Rocks. Um, and kind of give out to everybody. Um, so one thing you know is quick about Denver is it's Denver is the core city. You see the tall buildings all around. Then it's surrounded by like a lot of little towns and communities all around it. Um, the big three are Denver, Denver, Aurora, and Boulder are kind of like the three anchors then there's like a lot of smaller communities uh boulder's like 30 45 minutes for denver aurora's like 20 in some little area um but it's all uh it's pretty nice it's all space it's all clean um at least the city itself once you get outside the city you kind of realize like uh for how big the city is there's a lot a lot of small roads two four-lane roads i think we expect the more i thought it'd be more of the mountains but like one thing I guess I learned about Colorado is once you get about 20, 30 miles east of Denver, it goes really flat. And then, like, that's kind of start to, like, the plains. And, you you know, I think Kansas, the border with Kansas, it's about two hours, two hours away eastward. Correct me in the DMs on Instagram if I'm wrong on that. I think Wyoming is, like, an hour and a half north. Um Hour and a half, two hours. That's Cheyenne, the capital that. Then Colorado Springs is about an hour south. Kind of give you an idea and stuff. Um, oh, speaking with the concert, though. Um, so the concert was Big Boy as the opener and then Wu-Tang taking over afterwards. And they had, like, some local rapper um, beforehand and stuff. Um, I talk about the venue Rare Rocks for my people never been. It's probably about 15 20 minutes outside of denver and, and as you approach the venue it's, it's it's like it's gorgeous man it's like you come into this kind of valley 
you go into, and then you go up this windy road stuff, and you start seeing, like, you can see the little town Morrison, which is actually the town that Red Rocks is in, in the valley. Then you park yourself. Um, I tailgated in the lot. Um, and I went to this concert solo. Like, the guy, the people I was staying with couldn't go because they had to work. So I went to this concert solo not knowing no one. Um, so I park and talk to some people around, and everybody was like, oh, stuff, you know. I to let them know where I was from, Chuck Town repping. And everybody was nice. Everybody was a vibe. Um, smoking, obviously. Uh, now, the hike to the venue is was a little rougher than expect. Um, it's, i say probably like no more than maybe half a mile walk. But you're walking up an entire incline the entire time. Now, once you hit the line, it's like you're just going up. And I didn't realize how big this venue was. I was thinking it was only like maybe size of music farm no it's part of 10,000 people <laughs> um it's not coming from one interest it's like they're coming from three interests i want to say two or three to funnel in but that was uh but once you get in there you just walk in you're just like oh man this, you see the stage down below this massive canyon the red rock to the left and to the right um it's gorgeous um probably the best aspect about it is if you're high enough you can see the city of denver in the background or actually the entire area in the background and it's just like it's gorgeous man by far the best um, music venue in the country for a reason with that being said um one thing you quickly notice uh, as you go to denver is if you don't know colorado was the first state i think it was 2012 where they legalized marijuana and you see how crazy the amount of money they have reinvested into the city from marijuana is mind-blowing to a point where South Carolina, what the hell are we doing? Because um, our infrastructure here sucks. Um, that's half the reason why Denver insisted on legalizing marijuana because they need money. They need tax money for something. And then tax money there is ridiculous. This 26% tax on all marijuana goods. Just imagine that. I think alcohol is like the highest in South Carolina. That's like, or I guess there's parts of a few other things are higher. But alcohol is like taxed at 14, 15%. So imagine 26% for marijuana. Like, that's freaking crazy. And it's all cash only. Like, there's no uh, credit cards because it's not federal legal. So no banks are willing or cannot sell because uh, legal transactions with a drug that's on the Schedule 1. So I guess we're waiting on Biden like that. So Biden, you're going to have a short term, man, if you don't get your P's and Q's right now. You're pissing everybody off on all sides. <laughs> um, and, and, like, just looking at it and, like, talking to my friends and other people is just, like, it would be pretty dope if, uh, you know, they just make legalized giving stuff. I mean, you got over half the country right now, at least 36 states, I believe, that have either – fully making rec- recreational or at least have a medical license for it. and the medical the medical weed was even higher grade it's crazy um man i got done really i wasn't even smoking that much i was telling people like i was probably took elbows more than anything because i really don't even like the act of smoking but just, of course I like it high but elbows are easy to come by in south carolina obviously but uh it was it was pretty sick um it's about it's about price. Like there's layers to to the weed as far as the price and 
um, like very top notch. You're gonna be paying per premium price. So say kind of give an idea. You probably be paying like sixty or about fifty five or sixty for an eighth. Kind of give you a ballpark idea range. At the lower end, it'd be about twenty or twenty five. Even the lower end is still like like higher than mid. It's not like straight trash. It's just the potency is not as high. I think the potency for like the top end is probably like twenty twenty five percent. If you get shatter or wax or stuff, obviously it's way higher than that. Um, and they have it all labored, uh, label, not labor, label on the bottles and packages and stuff, obviously, so you can read and have insight. Sativas, indicas, usually when you're talking to their customer service rep, they say, oh, you want to be a, kind of as asking what you look for. You want to be like laid back, stuck in the couch, or are you trying to be productive? And obviously, sativa, hybrids, indica, Go down that road. Um, then, like, I guess the last part of the trip is when I went to Boulder. University of Colorado is a resort. It looks like a resort. That campus is ridiculous. Just money. Like, everything looks brand new there. Um, then the aspect is the fact you're right by the mountains. And we went up to the mountains. And we didn't go, like, crazy deep. Went to one peak. I remember the Flagstaff, I think it was called. Um, and we didn't go all the way up. I just like went up the brook. I was like, I ain't hiking. Crazy shit for me was that there was a family that was free climbing this cliff. And, I mean, from the road, and there's a video of it on my Instagram. I'll reshare it, maybe. Or I'm going to post all these pictures and videos on the website. But there's a uh, cliff that was from the road. And our elevation at the time was probably around seven or 8,000 feet from the road. They're probably easily two, three hundred, at least no, I said that's kind of over exaggerating. Probably about 100, 150 feet above us. Free climb as a family. Like it was probably the parents and the kids look like they're probably like around 11 or 12. Mind blowing to me, but like, hey, I understand that people like to chase the thrill, so I'm not going to hate on it. Do you? But that was, that was wild for me. That was wild. Wild and a little unexpected. Um, but overall, Thoughts Endeavor is uh, it's very dry there, too. So you ever go there, never been there, drink water because you got cotton mouth. Like, I mean, you're in the mountains and very dry regions. They do get rain. So it's not like Vegas or anything, but it was like, oh, man, I'm thirsty. It was kind of warm, too. But in the morning, it was like dropped down to lower 60s. So it was like nice. And without humidity, it was like a lot more tolerable, at least for me. Um, the elevation is real. Um in the city, I didn't really feel too bad, but once I got to the mountains, yeah, definitely. It's like, oh, man, I can get my ass in shape. <laughs> but I say once I got back, I've worked out like two th- twice right now, and my ability to take in oxygen is a lot better than it was before I left. So that was only for four days. Um, so that was nice. In addition, I would also say that uh, God, I was if you never left time zones, I was two hours off everywhere. Like, I was waking up at 5 every morning. Apparently, it takes, like, a week or two to get used to that. Um, I wasn't used to it at all. So, like, I didn't really sleep well over there. At least my sleep schedule was definitely thrown off. When I got back, I've been all right. But just to keep that in mind, uh, I'm said. Um, but my overall experience with Denver is a city that I definitely would go back to. I enjoy it. The people are nice. Um, special shout to Morgan Spin. Finn, I always fuck his name. I, don't know, I learned to say it. Um, shout out to Jacob. Shout out to Cut. Now, show me hospitality. Everybody else I've met out there. 
I'm definitely be returning soon. Probably returning, I don't know, probably the next few months. Because I feel like they're probably going to shut down. At least not shut down fully, but kind of like be on tire grip due to COVID cases rising up everywhere. Um, but it was, it was a sick trip. I really didn't have any expectations of the city. Um, I, uh, I was a tourist. So I went to all the, like all the sports stadiums, all the sports teams were out of town. Like the Broncos was playing a preseason game somewhere. Nuggets, it's not even basketball season. So Nuggets not even playing. Then who's the other team? Uh, the Rockies. They were out of town too. So I didn't really get any experience with sports game, but I'll catch you next time. Hopefully. With that being said, I'm um, get to my final segment. Uh, my final segment is going to be um, a final conversation. I don't even like to say segments because I really didn't segmentize any of this. Uh, worst for the whites today for this episode would be uh, something Art Rizza, a Wu Ting, was preaching and something I kind of already was doing, um, doing more recently than I ever did in my life. Is meditation over medication. Um, working food working with the public stuff. A lot of people like you know rely on medicine a little too much without relying on their stuff. And sometimes, like you know, this trip for Denver for me was a a reset. You know, like I was worn out and I worked for almost a year straight without really no vacation or rest or anything so it was, this was an opportunity to give my body a chance to reset in addition to seeing a city I have never seen and just enjoying myself and uh, keeping my sandy as I'm getting ready to gear for school and going back to work and I believe relying on meditation to kind of like you know, it's, it's, it's a good way for me to think I like to think on my mind races naturally so I can just focus no eyes closed, not paying attention to just to the moment, and then just incorporating breathing exercises. It's it's a it's a piece of the break because you gotta protect your mental, guys. Like you know, you're if you don't protect your mental, you can go, you'll be off, you can get sick. Like it, there could be physical consequences because you're not mentally right or healthy. That's the best word. Um, so, you know, to me, I tell people moderation. Um, consistency and balance are the three words equilibrium to find your uh, your inner balance for it and just do that himself. Um, with that being said, I'm keep it short. I went well over 30 minutes, so I was in the ballpark. Um, once again, please follow this podcast on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify and Apple um, Podcasts. Um, also, check our website out, holycityhigh.com. I will keep you up to date on new things. Once again, this is one part one of a six-episode series. I'm going to give you six great episodes every day. Please stay tuned about different ideas. If you want to be on the podcast or have any uh, business or sponsorship that you want to inquire about, um, just shoot me a message on my website at holycityhigh.com. There's a little contact form at the bottom. Just reach out to me, and I'll get back to you. With that being said, um, Peace, love, and prosperity for everyone, all my listeners. And stay tuned to the next episode. This is your boy Nap, and we out you.